0: from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminak. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminak. Produced by Barry Laminak. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminak. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry. Is working today is Wednesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. This is episode number 750. Of Barry on deck. It should be 751, but alas, the devil was busy yesterday, you guys. Heck yeah! The devil was busy. Okay, and I'm already getting everyone telling me to turn up the volume. It's so great. I have a thousand producers will keep calm i will uh, i will uh, uh might have been the music could have been who the fuck knows welcome to the show uh yesterday was not a good day in the, the labanac household um the uh what's it called the uh, yeah. hold on i'm trying to see the uh, yeah, I don't know why the volume is low. I don't really give a fuck. Turn up your headphones. I don't I don't know what else to do. Okay. I'm just not in the mood. Oh my god. Oh my god. So close to losing my goddamn mind. Hey, Joe Bro. Thanks for the 303 bits, buddy. Ah. Uh, so yesterday, uh during the intro to the program, just the software just shit the bed, I guess. I don't know. Uh it just crashed and then I was like, well, that's weird. And this was the like this was the error message. So this is like, oh, well, that's that's super helpful. Oh, oh, that's what's going on. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, that explains it. Thanks, VMix. That that straightens it all out for me. Oh, now I know what's happening. Well, of course, that's the, the, the fucking whatever. Thing that that thing is well, okay, and every time I'd go live, it shit to bed. Every time I'd go live, it shit to bed. Oh, it does, Rob. Thank you, Rob said. Happy Valentine's, Barry. Uh, that should make you feel better. Thank you so much. It has turned my heart ablaze. You know, um nasty Nate said, can't hear shit. Okay. I- this is my phone on 50%, okay? This is my phone on 50%. You can all go fuck yourself. If you can't hear, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. You can all go fuck yourself. Here's 100%. If you can't hear, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. You can all go fuck yourself. Here's 100%. 100%. It sounds better coming through my goddamn phone. Like, I don't know why. If you can't hear the show, I don't give a fuck, okay? Goddamn. I can't customize the show for everybody's fault. All right? That's not how this works. Um, so, um, I, don't, I mean, I really don't know what to say. Even with this off, this, it, it sounds. I really don't know what to say. Even with this off, this, it, it sounds. I yeah. I, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. I really don't. I, I don't know. I swear to God, I am just so close to fucking, I'm just losing it. I'm just hanging on by a thread. I've got to sell this show to a podcast network. Let's just be honest. Let's just get to it. Let's just get into it. I got to rename this show to Barry on Sports or like Sports something and then just sell this son of a bitch to a podcast network or somebody that's willing to pay a little bit and. Let them worry about it and do the show until they fire me. I, Jesus Christ, this is just not helping. This is just not a, this is just turned into, this is turned into, I don't know what. I honestly, God, this is, this used to be fun. It used to be exciting. It used to be scary. Um, But now with all the problems and the lack of growth, there's just a goddamn grind every day. And I love you guys for coming every day. I do. I do. I do. And I try to give you the absolute best show possible. But fuck, man. We're, we don't even hit 50 viewers anymore most days. It's just a, what am I doing? That's, that's, that's what I keep asking myself. What am I doing? What, what, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, Mark G, thank you for resubscribing for 20 months, man. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Donna, thank you for resubscribing for 22 months. Both of you guys are awesome. Hype Train is going 81%. Oh, your file history drive was disconnected for too long. Oh, fucking awesome! Thank you, Windows. I hope your mother has a heart attack. Windows, I really do. Um, yeah, I don't know. And what's what's <laughs> what's what's funny, Rob? Thank you for the hundred bids, buddy. I appreciate you, my friend. How many bids, a Barry Gooder? Show you still have to host it though. <laughs> that's what i want like at the end of the day what i really want is just to go back to radio and and the reason is uh, tenfold right like steady paycheck it ain't it ain't what i was making in it but it ain't this you know what i mean steady paycheck i don't have to worry about the technical problems and shit failing i just show up be funny no sports talk sports doing appearance every now and then holy shit jared thank you for the 200 bits, buddy I'm just being a crybaby today, guys. I'm just being a whiny bitch. Alright, let's just get it out. Let's just let's just get it out. I'm being a whiny, crybaby, selfish bitch right now. I get it. I know. I know. This is the 750th time we've done this. At least. There are 32 people watching. You would think after doing this for seven. Hundred and fifty times that I would have figured something out. I was just seeing what the phone says versus. Oh wow, that's weird. It says the hype train is close, but over here we're like in level two of the hype train. That's crazy. The phone sucks. Um, yeah, you would just think. Yeah, thirty-two. What's that, you Rod? <laughs> Jared said, lay it on us, Barry. Wait, wait, wait. First, let, let me grab it. Let me grab a drink first. Go get it, Jared. Go get it. God bless. I don't want to do it though. I like, I don't want to bitch and complain because then I sound ungrateful. And that is the last thing that I am is ungrateful for everybody that shows up every day, for everybody that does the thankful Thursdays, for everybody that subscribes via Twitch, for everybody that subscribes on the Patreon, for for the bits, for the hype trains, for the love, for the support. um, Yeah, Rudy, thank you. Um, uh, FJ said maybe it's the time slot people check out after lunch. Well, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know. I'm trying a new category today. So instead of being in the sports category today, we're in the... Uh, um, Talk shows and podcasts category, but um, yeah, I don't know. I should say I should save this discussion for the private third hour. But then that ruins the third hour for you guys. Hey, humble answers fans, thank you for the hundred buddy. I think what I'm trying to hint at, Joel, thank you for the hundred, man. I think that what I'm trying to hint at is I I don't want anyone that's here that's invested in this show that's. Loves this show, to be shocked, angry, upset, or surprised if I quit at some point this year. I'm just saying, like that's that's maybe that's the message for today. At seven episode 750, maybe thank you for the 300 bits, sweetie. At episode 750, that's the message. Episode 750 should be like, man, remember how we started, guys? Remember when it was just. Me and a iPad or a a, a laptop camera and a blue Yeti and Oliver was on the chair and we were getting a thousand, you know, viewers. Boy, those were the good old days when it was slow and easy. Man, look at us now. We got 8,000 people watching and... (laughs) And my co-host, y'all, please, please welcome him, uh, Pat McAfee. Uh, This is crazy (laughs) to think where we started. That's hilarious, Uh, P. Ray Dizzle. I'm going to start selling sideball picks like side boob. (laughs) It's going to piss off a lot of golfers. I might sell feet picks. If there's somebody that's into uh, disgusting feet, I'm your man. If your foot fetish involves um, anyone from um, the Lord of the Rings or Hobbit movies, I'm your guy. Uh, excuse me. Hey, what's up, Landon? It's good to see you, man. Uh, Alan Denson. This isn't Alan. What did Alan say? Drunk and bitter on deck. Let's fucking go. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm just defeated is that a is that a good way to put it uh just defeat it you know what I mean and i'm I'm partly to blame. look at the scroll going for no goddamn reason whatsoever I mean I'm partly to blame. I never figured out how to market this thing how to grow it. It's on me too you know it's on me too there you go, I'll fix that. But I guess I can't quit at least for another year because I just I just invested in upgrading this stupid-ass software so that we could be here today. Same after my 49 years loss, they broke my heart. Landon's, bro. How do you have it in the bag like that and then not? That's crazy. Um... I still think Barry on a mower would increase viewership. Hashtag lawn talk. I don't know that that's the case, Stephen. I said that 700 shows ago. No, I don't. You and you, you two and D Mata. Y'all are crazy. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> Landon said Shanahan. I don't know, bro. <sighs> I'll say this about that uh, Super Bowl, man. And we talked about it a lot on Monday. In fact, the whole show was dedicated to the Super Bowl. But, um, I mean, honestly, they're a missed extra point away from being Super Bowl champs. That's not how you blaming Shanahan for that. If and I, I said this today on the TV show, and and just lay outside in a bikini. Yeah, look at these titties. Come on, bro. What are we talking about? Look at them. Look at them. Look at them titties. Hold up. Okay, that can That was just that was just all chins, and that was just an all chins shot. Yeah, I can get out there, bro. Make at least four dollars with these titties. I can make at least four dollars. Also, do only two hours. Quality over quantity. I don't know that the quality changes much. To be honest, I don't know. Um, we didn't even hit a level ten. No, you did. Now it's free. That was just for you for being so loyal to the show. Uh, only doing two hours isn't bad. I thought about only doing two hours, three days a week. Just like Jen said, Oh my God, shut up, Jen. You know, your basement is soaked right now. Oh my God. We got to call Stanley steamer. No. Who's that company that comes out? What companies come out and deal with floods? Company to clean up. It would have been a much funnier joke if I'd have known it instead of sitting here Googling it. There's like a company that comes out and cleans up floods. <sighs> not puro clean. That's surf pro. Yeah. That's anyways. If you got to Google the punchline, it's not a good joke. <laughs> no, Landon's you're good. He said, sorry about the football talk. I mean, it is a sports show after all Landon's. It is a sports show. How dare you, sir? It's not Roto-Rooter Dave. Shut up. John Moore. That's not it. Um, but I say, Hey, what's up, Blee blue. Um, I was saying that Landon's look, man, you know, you can blame everything basically, but if they make that extra point, we're having a different conversation. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is if the game ends in a 1919 tie, and there's a missed extra point. Not not a potential touchdown, not a not a bad call with 10 minutes to go. You know what I mean? Like that missed extra point. That's 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 the difference. So I I don't know. I don't I don't know how much you blame Shanahan for all that. Uh they fired Wilkes today and won't be surprised if some of the defense uh defense comes back to D'Amico and the Texans. Hey, your mouth to God's ears, huh? Huh? Let's go. No flooding here. I'm a menopause. Oh, damn. Girl, are you really? You're too young for menopause, Jen. How on earth? Hey, uh, let's see. Uh, Fix it with Atlas and fix it for good. (laughs) That's not. She doesn't have cracks in her walls. Although, I don't know what she's been up to. Maybe she does. I just said the basement was flooded. We didn't say that the walls have cracks or that the door doesn't open. But then she says she's in menopause, so maybe so. I don't know. Maybe just. This is getting weird. All right. Hard off the same thing said for the Lions with a field goal possibly being the deciding factor in the game. Yup. Yup. That's it. You know, fortune favors the brave, I guess. I don't know. Uh, All right. We have a lot to get to really quickly, though. I do want to say uh, once again, shout out to P. Randizzle and Monica's Bride's Flowers. I'm having flowers delivered to Nora today and also to my stepmom. This will be her first Valentine's without my father, who, if you don't know, he passed away back in September. No, August. Excuse me. Passed away in August. So this is her. She's going through a lot of firsts. I mean, we all are right. Um, we had our first Christmas without my dad, so she's having her first Valentine's without my dad. And so I know that's difficult. So I reached out to the best in the business when it comes to, um, taking care of a loved one with flowers. And that is Patrick Randall and Monica's bride's flowers. He's a deckhead. He was a suspect back in the day. He's just a good dude, small business owner. And I thought, you know what, what better way to try to give back to somebody that supported me. They had some drama. Somebody broke in their shop. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give back. Uh, so that's what it do. That's what it do. Yo, What up, Ray? Raymond Lucio in the building, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> Big squares, Ray. Yeah, baby. Um, By the way, Raymond, welcome in long time. No talk on the show. Everyone accused me of rigging Super Bowl squares because you and Nancy and I won the vast majority of the squares. Along with my good pal, Christopher Hart, who used to be on this show all the time. So. Oh, nice. Susan's my next delivery. Little Dizzle was rolling with me, making things happen. Hey, yo, what up, Little Dizzle? What's up, Little Dizzle? Yeah, even my mom said it was rigged, Ray. See, this is why I don't trust white women right there. That is why I don't trust white women. Jen said, yeah, look who shows up. All right, Jen, don't make me not trust black women either. Um, <laughs> oh, That's funny. FJ said, fellas. You want to know if your girl is cheating, send her flowers anonymously. If she doesn't bring them home, she's guilty. It's not a bad idea, right? I should have done that. Nah, I, there's no way. There's no, I couldn't. Because uh, she wouldn't bring them home anyways. Uh, It's all about, what? It's all about the brown baby. Okay, I don't know what the, hey, what's up, Eggerson Does good to see you. Uh, look at that. The gang's all here. All it took was like a little complaining to start the show. Um, how much of your personal info you have to trust me? What? Oh, I have how much of your personal info. That's true. If that, Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, honestly, I should have done this that this time last year. <gasps> Did you get cheated on Landon's? Oh, my God. Let's stop the presses. Hold on a second. Landon's, I'm here. I am your relationship doctor. Welcome in, uh, I don't have any good music for this, hold hold on, let me see if I can, I need some, like, inspirational relationship music, um, I think, oh, I, you know what, I've got, (sighs) shit, um, oh, I, uh yeah, this nothing says relationships like now the
1: goddamn corner going
0: No, that's not it. We don't want that. Uh let's see. I've got Here you go, uh Landon. Let's let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Ask me anything about anything, Valentine's Edition. I've got a shit ton of sports to discuss, but I'm here for you, Landon, because I am the relationship doctor. <laughs> break your heart, buddy. Welcome into into the love doctor. I feel like that's been used a lot. Welcome into the love physician. No, Uh, I could be the love guru. Little lady, I know your heart broken? Just shut up. Love and sex talk with Dr. Barry. Nice. And no, I've got D You actually triggered this. I don't know. P ran dizzle. Am I allowed to cuss with it with little dizzle in the car? I don't want to say anything things to, you know, that, that would offend a little, little rascal. I don't want to, you know, can I, can I be me? You know, it's going to be dirty. Can I be me? Bring on the dunkings. Ooh. Welcome to Labanax Love Layer. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I do. P. Randall said, that song sent me into menopause. Yeah. Uh, all right. He didn't answer. Oh, please. That kid will teach us cuss words. Okay, good. Got it. Got it. Whew. Okay. Okay. Uh, Alan said, I've, Feel, I felt like I should be on the panel. Married four times, divorced three. Mm. Wow. I feel like you're bragging there, Alan. Um, Barry's going to come out of the office of his birthday suit with a trumpet in hand for the solo. She'll be like, boy. <laughs> Put both of the things away. Um <laughs> so I, I thought, I mean, I like Laminak's love layer. That's pretty good. Um, I thought, I thought d had a good name. Where'd it go? Where was d love and sex talk with Barry? With Dr. Barry? I think I'm about just Barry on dick and vagina. And then it's not much of a change. You know, Joel gets his wish. He always wanted to call the show Barry on dick. I just changed the E. Add an and vagina at the end, and boom, we're set. Love show. Hey, what's up, Clarence? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Uh, sexy talk with saucy berries. <laughs> I like it, I dig that too. Uh, yeah, ask me anything about anything. Valentine's edition, I like that idea. Let's do that as an overlay. Ask me all of your. Love and sex questions and I will answer them. Do not ask me about my personal sex life. I will not be answering those. And my wife will murder my face if I ever brought up our sex life. So I'm not going to answer those. Uh, you will be blocked and reported uh, to the principal immediately. If if you do that, let's see. Hashtag A-M-A-A-A. Uh, the VD edition. There you go. It's official. It's official now. (sighs) Love and laughter with Beth. (laughs) I mean Laminack. There you go. There you go. Our boys come from across the pond to make their big deck jokes. That's true. That's true. And then one of them got all googly-eyed with my mama, and I thought I was going to have to bust Ryan and his stupid fish and chips eating face. Sir. The Love Lounge, nice. At the Love Lounge. (laughs) All right, we have our first, ask me anything about it. sausage linked. Okay, too far, too far. We have our first, ask me anything about anything. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? No, that's not true. The Twig and Berry Show, oh Landon, that's so good, my friend, wow. I actually like that. Cisco said, Steven, like a bag of sand. No, absolutely not. If you don't use it, you just have wet dreams. I mean, that's really what a wet dream is. If you're having a wet dream, that means that your tank is full and it had to be topped off. I guess you could say. By the way, thank you guys for the hype train. Level two hype train, two subs, uh, 1,103 bitties. You guys are the best. Don't forget we got three, uh, we got three birthdays today too. So I will be doing shots. Now, um, we're going to do a ton of sports. We're going to get to it. We can talk love. We can talk all that. That's how I learned how to drink wine with with Cisco. (laughs) Yeah. That's how you do it. You didn't know that you just. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Steve said the best AMAA gets a free month to this dinky ones. Nice. Blumpkin bingo with. Okay. CC. I don't really like that at all. Um, We like the term nocturnal emissions instead. It's wet dreams, nocturnal emissions. Oh my God. I thought I peed the bed. All those. (laughs) <laughs> Alan said wet dreams y'all still have those Rob said powdered dreams yeah yeah Rob's so old he just it looks like he's shooting baby powder out of his dick <sighs> looks like LeBron James entering a basketball game when he nuts just powder goes out everywhere Um, so I don't have a shot glass I got this. I don't really know what this is. I don't know what this is supposed to be. <sighs> but it's like a mini wine glass. I don't know if this is, I don't know what this is for. But I was looking for a shot glass and this was all I could find. So um, we're going to do our shot out of this. We got three birthdays today. So we're doing a shot, not three truck driver pookie. Uh, so we're gonna do a shot out of that, and yeah, so that's it. All right, so we've got a ton to get to. You can ask me your love, uh, love advice questions. That's true. Jin says, "Well, it's clean. Looks like a glass for port wine. What is port wine? What is port wine? Oh, look at Landon knowing what's up too. <laughs> FJ said it's a Kington party favor. Woo-hoo. Uh, I don't even know what a port wine is. Okay. Don't, don't get in here and get all fancy with it. Landon and Jared. If you know what this is, you either drink too much or you're a fancy pants. God damn it. Cece. Cece said pork wine. (laughs) I would try pork wine. Okay. Not even joking. Hey, Barry, here's wine that tastes like bacon. F- what? I'm getting notes of a McGriddle. All right. Jared said, I just drink stuff. Yeah. Barry, that's a weak gritto. I don't know what that means. Honestly, that's not a terrible dirty- Yeah, I have no idea uh oh listen i mean i'm in the wine garden at the radio so probably just drunk okay okay all right well let's do it then let's get to so i've got sports i've got non-sports i've got things you guys don't give a shit about i've got hot heated political sports talk that we can get all angry in the chat about and make people rage quit oh look at clarence it's actually called the victorian cut goblet okay dr almanac thanks a lot Oh, my God, uh, I've had that bacon, vodka, and a Bloody Mary. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so we've got sports, not sports, and everything in between. Let's, you know what, let's get to our birthdays first, and then we'll do some sports headlines. Yeah, if y'all want to do the birthdays first? Let's get the shots out of the way and the birthdays, and then we will get into uh, all the sports stuff because it kind of flows in a certain way, so let's do it. check one two one two is that better oh yeah daddy got loud now i don't know why they fixed that no idea that turned me up in your headphones didn't it Uh uh-huh got it all right so this is uh-oh, uh-oh, oh what? Now this is love making music. Well done, Steven, that is correct. Housey boy! House, my guy. Happy birthday to you, my friend. It was yesterday, unfortunately yesterday, uh, my computer hated your guts and didn't want to play nice. And I know House never comes to this show anymore, once a quarter That's okay I still love Housey I still love him Mark said happy birthday House Is this bitch ass even here? Nah no, he never comes to the show But he's still on the Patreon Patreon members get birthday shoutouts So uh, By God you ain't gotta watch this show To get a birthday shoutout As long as you're on the Patreon that's all, that's all that is Okay And it doesn't matter Because it's his birthday and we love house. Fake drink, though. You don't get a real drink if you're not here, okay? Not, that's not how that works. So that's that's one of our three birthdays. Another birthday. The man, the myth, the legend, truck driver Pookie. Happy birthday, my friend. Um, I hope it's a good one today. I do. I hope. Do you get, like, double the road ahead if your birthday is on Valentine's? I can need to know. Truck so, Driver Pookie, can you get back to us tomorrow and let us know how that works? I will say this, though. Truck Driver Pookie knows a lot about Roadhead. He has given so much. This is just uh, how it works. Uh, but happy birthday, Pookie, for real, brother. Uh, uh, I love and appreciate you, man. I hope you have a fantastic day. And as the saying goes, I I hope you get Roadhead or a hand job or... Whatever it is you're into, probably a banana in your tailpipe, but that's okay. And last but not least, oh, last but not least, yeah. the man with 30 names. Landon, thanks for the sub, buddy. Oh, shit, that was from Jared Taylor. Look at Jared out here spreading the love. Thank you, Jared. Gifted a sub to Landon. Ray just resubscribed. Guess who's back? Let's go. Heartthrob is the man with a thousand names, ladies and gentlemen. He's Philip Mardard. Philip Bernard. He's Heartthrob Rob. He's Rob. He's the Throb. He's the Heartthrob. He's the man with a thousand names. Throb, I love you, buddy. Love you to death, my friend. I know you're taking some time off. I know you're chilling in the cut. I hope it's a good birthday for you. <laughs> Heartthrob, Rob. Look, <laughs> Philip was like, fucking Rob, it never dies! For those of you who don't know, you can see Heartthrob's name on your screen. You can see when i Sorry, it's mandatory a dance like that when that goes, when that happens. Um, yeah, so I just, if you look at his name, I don't know why, but I used to call him Heartthrob Rob because I would see the name Rob at the end of Heartthrob, and for some reason in my dumb, fat mind, it just said Heartthrob Rob. So I would call him that, and then when he goes, what the fuck is that? And I was like, I've been calling you the wrong name, haven't I? He goes, Yeah. I was like, That's my bad, bro. And I knew his name was Philip, but for some reason I was just calling him Heartthrob Rob. So, uh, yeah. Throb, Heartthrob, Heartthrob Rob, Philip Barnard, Philip Barnard. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Drunk Dabber Pookie. And happy birthday, house. I hope you all give each other roadhead or hand jobs or whatever you guys are into maybe a wobbly H or run a train whatever we know who the caboose is right Posey. cheers everybody ah. ah ah god it's been a hot minute since i did a real shot whoo shit <clears throat> That was a lot. That was a lot, a lot. Uh, you'll be able to find some great Pinot Noir out of Portugal. Mm. Hey, what's up, Joe Pro? Joe Pro said, I left work early just so I could take this shot in honor of the birthdays. Cheers. That's what's up, Joe Pro. Uh, Philip Barnard said, I'll be down in a month or so. We celebrate properly. Good luck getting me out of the house. Good luck getting me out of the house. I ain't gonna lie. Mm, ah, but you definitely have to celebrate with the deck heads, but um good luck f- anybody getting me out of the house. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <clears throat> um by the way, we talked on this show Monday about Super Bowl commercials and there was one in particular Um, hold on. Cancel. What is going on here? Lower thirds. I don't know why I always have to reload this some bitch. It's a damnedest thing. Um, but we talked about the different commercials that came up, and one of the commercials that popped up on my screen during the Super Bowl that I I didn't. I saw most of the commercials, but not all of them, but uh, There was a commercial For nerds Gummy clusters and somebody said Michael Jackson loved these I think that's who it was Didn't one of y'all tell me Michael Jackson? Love these, or was that kids? I don't remember. Anyways, <clears throat> um, so I had to try them, and so I bought a bag, and I, I told Nora I was gonna buy a bag of these to try them because everybody was talking them up in the chat. So, um, yeah, I bought them, and I get it home, and Nora goes, "Jesus, that's a huge bag," and I was like, "Well." Okay, well, now I just feel like you're judging me. She goes, it's family size. I was like, this is all they had. This is, this is literally all they had was this size. Uh. And it's not family size if you don't have a family. Yeah, this is just for show purposes. That's all. This is just research. Oh, it was Coach Mike Leach last one. I, I get it. I get it. I do get it. And If you don't know, so it's like. Focus, focus. There he is. Uh oh, no. Nope. It's like a gummy bear in the middle, surrounded by nerds. And so I gave one to Nora. I was like, let me know what you think. I like them. They're good. And she goes, it's gross. I was like, what? She didn't like them. They're really good. Really good. Um, Jen said, I love my kids. Love those damn things. Uh, I see why I will be headed to Warren theater and more for the premiere Friday, seven 19, a bunch of storm chasers are tailgating. We plan on all watching the premiere. Oh, that's dope, dude. That's badass. Uh, you should meet up with Stephen, the weather guy, and a uh, friend of the show, Justin Kelm. He's also a weather chaser. Chaser? Chaser. Um, nerd clusters are the jam. I found a company that makes a version with Mexican spices on them that's even better. They're called El Nerdos. Jared said, keep it classy and clip this bitch and tag nerds on the interwebs. I've done that before. It, it does nothing. I, it does nothing. Uh, Peter and Michael Jackson always loved Kmart because little boy's shorts were 50% off. <laughs> ah, Jeff, Peter and I'm busting out the joke book. How in the world did you confuse Michael Jackson with Mike Leach? My business, man. My, your business. Um, I know I'm weird, but is it weird that I almost never eat sweets? hundred percent. Hundred thousand million bajillion percent. It's super weird, Joe Pro, that you never eat sweets. Super weird. The weirdest. It's very strange. Very strange to me. All right, let's do some sports talk. All right, your sports headlines for the day. Well, this was actually your sports headlines for yesterday. Um, oh, really, Donna? Damn, that's not good at all. Is that true? Let's see. Uh, Multiple people hurt and shooting at Chiefs parade. God bless. Why is what is wrong with this goddamn country, man? What is wrong with us? What are we doing? What are we doing? Let's see, here is the headlines from ESPN, multiple people hurt in and- a hey, house, you raggedy bitch, you raggedy, some of a bitch, I'll be damned if I'm going back and redoing all the birthday shit for you, buddy. I done. I done. I done gave it the shot. It did. I done gave it the shout out. It did. I done did it all. Made the slide. Okay. Not going back. Just because your birthday was yesterday. Love you, buddy. Hope you're good, Housey. By the way, um, side note: guys like House stopped watching the show, and Ray stopped watching the show so much because we moved to Twitch, and it's harder to get that in people's jobs. Um, Twitch was very much a bitch about allowing us affiliates and really partners to stream on other platforms. That has changed. They no longer give a shit. So I have been contemplating multi-streaming, not just here, but also on YouTube's and on facebook live so probably gonna happen in the next week or so i'm just gonna start firing this bitch off one last hail mary before we shut it down right why not why not so uh housey you should be able to join us on the tubes uh if you so are so inclined we'll do that and uh we'll try it on facebook too just see how it goes so there you go all right happy birthday too by the way bud uh here we go. Let's let's see what the hell is going on. Why people are losing their damn minds. Multiple people hurt in shooting at Chiefs victory parade. Uh shots were fired at the end of the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade Wednesday injuring 8 to 10 people. Jesus. Fire Department Battalion Chief Michael Hopkins declined further comments saying only the additional information will soon be released. Excuse me, police said in a news release. Two people were detained. Fans were urged to exit the area as quickly as possible. Kensley Police said on X that child reunification stations were set up at the main entrance to Union Station. Uh, we still have several needing reunification. Oh, God, please ask witnesses of as the shooting to go to a corner near Union Station. Linebacker uh, Drew Tranquil posted on X. Please join me in prayers for all the victims in this heinous act. Pray the doctors and first responders. Uh, would have steady hands and then all would experience full healing. Amen to that. Shooting broke out, uh, shooting broke the celebratory mood on Valentine's Day as Chiefs fans marked their third Super Bowl in five seasons. And then there's the other headline that I didn't get because it popped off before I went on air. Um, 49ers fired D coordinator Steve Wilkes. So, yeah. Let's first talk about the shooting, man. Um, it sucks. It, um, it, what, I think what sucks about this the most is that this will inevitably spark the, by now, retread outrage from both sides of the political aisle, right? Um, people are going to be coming for guns. People are going to be uh, dismissing this it's exhausting and it's, and it's sad because it happens here more than anywhere else. Well, I mean that we know statistically it's been proven. We have a problem with guns in this country. Uh, I am and and look, I know some of you are going to be like, Oh, here goes liberal Barry with his liberal hogwash. And okay. I just need to remind you that I am a centrist. I am a, um, Um, moderate, I own several guns, I carry several guns, Um, I keep guns in my home for protection, I keep guns on me for protection, Um, I love my guns. But I also think that, you know, we do have a problem in this country and we've got to figure something out. We've got to figure it out people want to say it's a mental health crisis and not a gun crisis. Others want to say it's a gun crisis and, you know, and that we need to, it, it's both. It's, it's actually both. It's not just that we have mental health problems in this country that we don't address and that we've cut funding for, you know, and it's, it's not that we don't make it harder for people to get them, especially crazy people. Like, I don't understand the argument from those of us on the gun side of the aisle that say, well, you know, I shouldn't have to go through a background check and I shouldn't have to apply and I shouldn't have to wait 90 days for a gun. Why not? What's the the hurry? What's the big deal? Well, I mean, that's what we, that's the Second Amendment. Yeah, well, that was back when, you know, there was a house Every, I don't know, 80 miles and redcoats were going door to door, taking over farms. Like, that's not the fucking world we live in now. There's nothing wrong with being a responsible gun owner and having to get a license for it, having to get a background check for it. I have no problem with that. I don't understand that argument. I think that's silly. I also think it's silly that people are like, well, you can't have... Assault rifles, they don't even understand the term what an assault rifle means. And that, you know, uh, well, you know, you, we should outlaw assault rifles. Uh, maybe look up how many shootings happened with pistols. Maybe look up how many shootings happened without an assault rifle. It's it's not the style of weapon. It's the ease of access to it. But inevitably, morons on the left want to start yelling about, well, we got to outlaw this kind of gun. No. You're, you're yelling the wrong things at clouds. That's not the solution. If you it, the solution from a guy who sits firmly in the middle on this, people should be able to buy whatever gun they want. Whenever they want it. But they should have to get a license for it. They should have to go through training and background checks and a waiting period. You know what that is? That's called a compromise what i know it's crazy right it's crazy that there could be a compromise on a topic like this there absolutely is and while we're at it it there's still a mental health crisis in this country that we have to address so it's both it's everything it's all of it it just sucks man and it's sad and people are losing their lives kids are losing their lives i mean just you know i don't know Uh, Peter Angel said, I've been to KC. That's not shocking. Never felt safe at any point while I was there. Um, I don't think I've ever been to Kansas City. So I don't know. Yeah, I I can't say. Mm, I've stood on this hill for years and said that America needs to adopt the gun laws from Japan. Well, let's hold on now. That seems a bit abrupt. (laughs) See, Joe Bro said, I'm wearing a pistol right now. And even I would like to see background checks and proof of competency. There's nothing wrong with that. You have to go through that. Like you've got to go through certain things just to be able to drive a car. You know why that is? Because it's dangerous. You could kill somebody driving a car. Well, no shit, dick. We, you can kill somebody with a gun. Maybe we should do that too. Uh-huh. Instead of just walking into a damn Trader Joe's. Be like, let me get uh, bread and uh, some eggs and two of them pistols and a case of ammo. Let's go. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just like what happened at Lakewood, which we didn't even really get to talk about on this show yesterday because God damn technology. But we had a mass shooting at, well, we had a shooting at Lakewood and unfortunately, a child lost their life, and there were signs. There were there were literally signs, and people were warning the police in Conroe, look, there's something wrong with this lady. How and, and people are saying, how did she get these guns? It's a great question. And you know what it proves? That both sides are right and both sides are wrong. That's what it proves. How did she get access to these weapons? Why was she allowed access to these weapons? Why didn't the police go in and do more in regards to her mental health and how much of a threat she might be? I mean, why? I don't know. Maybe it's not the police. Maybe that's put it on the wrong people. Maybe it's social services. If the cops are called because a crazy person has a gun, maybe the follow-up is social services steps in and gets them treatment and help. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I think that it's such a perfect example of everything that's wrong with it and with people arguing about it Mark said it was her son that died and more than likely he got hit by the cops in the crossfire. Well, you don't know that mark that's just that's just speculation at this point. can't just throw that out willy-nilly gotta learn that gotta learn that can't just start throwing theories like that out willy-nilly that's why you'll never hear people in media on the radio speculate about injuries or stuff like that it's too dangerous It's too. You, you gotta you gotta speak from a place of facts or at the very least say you know i don't know and no one's confirmed it but my hunch is or maybe or i think but not more than likely let's not i mean it might be but you don't know uh, look it up, Barry, and see how strict the gun laws are. Psyche valve, background training—that's mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> Mark said, "I throw out whatever I want, willy nilly." All right, well then I'm not going to read it though. Thank you, Uh, Ian Hugo. Appreciate that, Titan Ian. Titan Ian is here. There was a shooting at Chiefs Parade. Even speaking of facts, look at what the Second Amendment actually says. I don't even know. And at this point, I don't even know. I don't even know wh- what all the amendments are anymore. I don't remember. And quite honestly, I don't care at this point. I don't care. You know what's crazy is, uh, speaking of like just abuse of amendment use, there's videos on the interwebs, and apparently it got locked into my algorithm because I can't shake them. I can't shake them. They're everywhere. But there's just people that are out there in the real world with cameras going up to cops and be like, Do your job, pig. And they're like, What? And they're like, Fuck you, pig. I can do what I want because I'm in the public area and you're a public service. So go do your job, you dumb pig. Eat a donut, you fat pig they're like what don't touch me don't touch me what's your name and badge number I want you to call your supervisor right now I want him down here big dumb cop pig nerd idiot and then and then they come down they go "I, I want to file a complaint and these people get away with this no one catches an ass whooping it's wild wild back in my day you did that to a cop. You was getting your ass whooped. <clears throat> Not no more, man. Uh, Stephen, like I said, right to bear arms. That reminds me of a shirt from Busted Tees that said right to bear arms, but it was B-E-A-R space A-R-M-S. And they had this dude who had arm bear arms for arms. Clever. Um, <laughs> That's just funny. You had to overthrow a tyrannical government. Have fun shooting at drones. That's my favorite part about the argument from dumbass gun owners who are like, I need my guns to protect me from the American government. You really think you're going to fucking knock off the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines? Bitch, you can't even beat the Coast Guard. You couldn't even beat up. A, you couldn't even take on the Army Reserves. Go sit your stupid ass down, Jethro. Now, I've got to have my shotgun, my daddy's pistol that only fires every third time, and 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 a, a, a pellet gun so that I can defend myself against the American government. Like, bro, what are we talking about? Nobody in this world can defend themselves against the American military. I promise you, your dumbass with a 17 IQ living in a fucking trailer ain't doing it, pal. I served. Yeah, they taught you everything you know. You think you're gonna beat them? It's the most moronic shit ever. <sighs> I was. I will. I swear. I was. There's some things we're dying for. Well, good luck. Good luck. Um. <laughs> I was gonna say the right to bear arms was actually an excuse to wear short sleeves in the summer. <laughs> Come on, people. <laughs> I got the right to bear arms and chest. What bitches? Let's go. Yes. Change the Second Amendment to the right to bear chest. <sighs> because all titties should be out full time. I think we should just go back to like 300 BC. Yeah, 300 bare chest. That's That doesn't mean before Christ. That's not what that means. It means the BC is bare chest. Yeah, AD means abs denied. I don't know. Uh, It means, I don't know. Yeah, BC, bare chest. Remember, you'd see the statues, and it'd be some chick, and she'd have the same haircut as the dude. But it didn't matter, because our titties were out. Let's get back to those days. By the way, super concerning that no statue from BC Every dude look like, "Oh, look, it's a grown third grader." Look at that. Look at that. You I you know, I I feel like there was like back in the day when you see some of these statues of David and the statue of Alexander the Great and they got their little point and they got their little pee Heck yeah. Okay. Demoda, thank you for the sub, buddy. DeMata said, this is really a never-ending argument. Hopefully, we as a people can come to a compromise like you said, Barry. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, buddy. Love you and agree (laughs) 1,000%. The gravy seals? (laughs) Cisco, that's outstanding. That's, That's outstanding. No, BC doesn't mean Barry's chest. It means bear chest. Okay? But... You ever go back and see those statues? Every one of them cats had a tiny wiener. It's very concerning. It really makes you think there is something in the milk, right? I mean, titties weren't that big back then. Everything was proportioned. And it's like, you look at the feet on the statue and you're like, oh, wow. Look at the side. And then you scroll up and you're like, he's got two belly buttons. Like, it's not. It's weird. And I only know this. I'm not like rolling around looking at statue porn. I just finished watching Alexander the Great making of a god. And they had statues. And it was like, wow, look at that. It's the only time when they'd show penis on TV that I wouldn't be looking at my wife and go, you know, that's fake, right? <laughs> Anytime they show like a big i pe- I'm like, that's not real. She's like, yes, it is. I'm like, no, that can't be real. There's no way. Biggest one out there. rest of these are all fake. Like Marky Marks at the end of Boogie Nights. 100% fake. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he was in the pool. Yeah, well, that's true. Back in the day in Greece, they did have public pools, I guess. But I'm just wondering, like, (laughs) you know, that's because they didn't have Congo statues. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like. Like the same guys, because, you know, this is back in 300 B.C., right? Alexander the Great became an Egyptian pharaoh, 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 whatever. He goes to Egypt and they make him a god. You know, Egypt is in Africa. So I'm thinking like there was at one point there was a guy, African guy that was like, yo, make a statue of me. And then, like, the Greek statue maker was like, all right, take all your clothes off. He's like, oh, my God, I'm not. Bro, I can't put that dong on a statue. Alexander was going to be pissed. There's no way. He's like, what? Put that thing away, man. <clears throat> oh, my God, really, Mata? Is that true? Mark Wahlberg kept that dick prop from the set. What? No, that's wild. I wonder if Ron Jeremy kept his. You ever watch Spartacus? That's the dong show. Well, no, but I'm putting it on the list. Definitely putting it on the list. Blocking that on our Netflix. Don't need Nora out here. Seeing those. Uh, Which based off Spartacus, Spartacus blood and sand, the women didn't want small. Okay. I don't know. Um, gonna be actual. Gonna be actually, guy. A small penis was considered a sign of wealth. Well, bitch, if that's the case, then <laughs> I'm Bill Gates. Let's go. Let's go. Are you serious? A small dong was considered a sign of wealth? I'm Jeff Bezos up in this mug. What? Oh, what? Shit. Let's get it. Let the riches flow, baby. Uh, <laughs> Cisco said the sculptor's like, "Yo, bro, I ain't got that much clay. All right, I can give you, I can give you uh, a, an Alexander penis, but you, I ain't got enough clay for three legs. All right." <laughs> ah uh, so it was being fat see i'm telling you bro a small dong and being fat was a sign of wealth back in the day bitch i'm jeff bezos back in bc come on uh, so this is why all of us blacks are broke <laughs> Oh, uh, Jared said fat, pasty, and small penis. I'm fucking Elon Musk over here. Yeah. What? Killing it, aren't we? All right. Um. Nope. Nope. Let's see. Let's get back to our sports headlines. We got way off track. Of course. Uh, 49ers players say they didn't uh, understand the overtime rules for the Super Bowl. That came out shortly after because there was a big deal made about the fact that Andy Reid and the Chiefs had been going over plans for the uh, for a potential um overtime game in the playoffs cuz the rules were different and they, you know, came up with game plans. And so everybody on that team knew exactly what the overtime rules were. And several Kyle used check and several others was like, yeah, man, I don't know. He didn't know. And not, and somebody made the point on good morning football. They were like, look, not that it's critical. You know what I mean? Like knowing the overtime rules is Debo playing any different other than maybe he feels like he doesn't have to get out of bounds with under a minute left. Nah, probably not, not, not too different. Because your coaches will let you know, hey, and you know they'll they'll relay it to the huddle. All right, we're going to run Spider Two Wide Banana, but if you catch it in bounds, make sure you get down and call a timeout. Make sure you get out of bounds, whatever. And that's going to be told during a timeout or in the huddle. So that doesn't, I think, it's kind of much ado about nothing. But yeah, Clarence, and I'm still confused as to why Steve Wilkes got fired. It, if somebody had to be blamed for it, right? You're up ten, what ten nothing at halftime. And then you end up nineteen nineteen, Which if I'm Steve Wilkes, I'm like, uh, how about you make an extra point? And then uh, your boy is not the GOAT. And not the greatest of all time. I mean, like, <laughs> scapegoat. It doesn't make sense. And it's the same thing about, I. and we talked a little bit about this on the TV show today with Jerome when he was like, is, is Mahomes the GOAT? And I was like, not yet. He was like, well, I think I was like, no, no way, bro. Ain't no way. He still has to catch Tom Brady. It was like, it was like crowning uh tiger before he caught Nicholas. You can't do that because injuries and other things can happen. Right. And look what happened to tiger. So it doesn't, it doesn't make a ton of sense um, to crown him. And then I said, Hey, look, if the Niners don't miss an extra point, and And I say missed, yes, it got blocked. But that was squarely on their special teams play. It had nothing to do with, you know, an extra special play. People are just going to jump no matter what. Uh, it was all, what's his name? I forget the kicker's names. Fault. Brody, Brady, whatever. I don't know his name. I'm sure Landon does. But that guy was the MVP of the Super Bowl for the Chiefs. 100%. Yeah, you can credit Mahomes for some fantastical play in the overtime, but you don't get to see that. If the Niners make their extra point, that's it end of story end of story there's no other discussion necessary you don't miss that extra point you're not going overtime so um yeah Christopher Sam Houston said or how about you run the ball more yeah that too I mean right like but although I here's the thing I didn't think Brock Purdy played bad you know, Christian McCaffrey had a huge fumble. I mean, you've got all the momentum cooking. You are rolling in momentum um, on that first drive. Now, it doesn't backfire on you in, in the fact that they don't go down and score. But at the same time, you killed your momentum. You know? And then they turned the ball over too. So, I mean, it's, it, it was a very even evenly played game. And I don't understand how you can fire Steve Wilkes for giving up a lead to the best quarterback on the planet what well but look what they did that first half they didn't do anything great they get paid too as the old saying goes they make money too um your adjustments weren't as good as their adjustments Oh, excuse me. Okay, I'm looking up something here. Um, where is it? Damn it. Ah, there we go. I'm looking up so I'm streaming in a new um category. Okay. We are the 12th show right now listed in um the talk show and podcast category. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's about, that's about what we were getting in the sports category. Um, plus an extra 20 minutes of game planning due to Usher feeling up Alicia Keys. We got to get to that, too. I haven't even given you all my thoughts on the halftime show. So let's keep rolling through some of these sports so we can get to it. Uh, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey have vowed to return to the Chiefs next season. Also, along those lines, Travis Kelsey came out and said, I'm sorry. I should not have screamed at grandpa. I know I bumped him off his axis. I know I almost broke his hip and I'm sorry. I got all up in his nuggies and it was unnecessary. Uh, but Kelsey said, no, nah, I was wrong. I can't get that heated. I can't lose control. And it was great as his, uh, his brother, Jason, Kelsey on their podcast was like, yeah, bro, you went too far. I think you know that. And he was like, yeah, hundred percent. I know I'm just passionate. I wanted to win. and I want him to know he could count on me. Okay. <laughs> But that's not how you go about that, T-Dog. That's not how you go about that. You go over to him and go, hey, I'm passionate and I want to win and you can count on me and whatever you need, coach. I got this. Give me the damn ball. You do something like that. Remember back in the day when that was wild? I can't believe Keyshawn said, give me the damn ball. Yo, thanks to Sensei Bull Rock for the shout out. Sensei Bullrog, give a shout out to his 62 viewers. That's dope. Thank you, Mr. Bullrog. I stopped by his stream today. Really cool. He's doing a bunch of like NFT stuff, working on his own uh, game. It's pretty dope. I just had to stop in and say hello. and uh, Yeah, because he's always giving the show shout out. Super nice. So yeah, Kelsey came out and said, I'm sorry. Um, Lord, I apologize. So he was h- his bad. He knows it and he owns it. He'll never do it again until he doesn't get the ball. And then he's totally to doing it again. Ah, uh, why does that keep popping up? That's so weird. Uh, Super Bowl ratings came out yesterday, it was the highest rated TV show in this country's history that my friends is called the Taylor Swift effect. A lot of a lot of ratings were up, no doubt. Ratings across the board this year were up, which is good. Also, very much the Taylor Swift effect, but this Super Bowl brought a whole new set of eyes. We talked about it on Monday, we were talking about some of the commercials, the Dove commercial about women body positivity and sports. Like that was strictly for the Swifties. And, you know, the females watching the game. So, that I love it. I love to see it. It's great. It's a whole new fan base that will be introduced into it. Now, you know what eventually is going to happen is they if it continues to grow and the numbers bear out that just as many women watch football as men, and they're going to start doing more stuff to cater to that market too, and then here comes all the bubbles. Hey. Hey now, down. i down, going to hey, hey, what's the occasion of um, my bum boom, boom. You're like I'm sorry Boomhauer what did you say hey I'm going around there, boom what's the man of football what's the fight? okay fan base deal with it um but it was the biggest and does anybody know does anybody in the chat without cheating uh can any you've got 20 seconds i got to know what the delay is it's probably about 10 What was the highest uh, rated TV show in the history of this country? Anybody know? 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. God damn it, Landon, you cheated. Landon's a cheater. Rudy Rod's a cheater. There's no way y'all knew this. Bunch of virgins. Bunch of goddamn virgins. Landon and Rudy Rod are virgins and got it right. Moon Landing. The most watched TV show ever. Ever. MASH final show was a good one. Cheers finale. Eh, stick to wine, Cisco. <laughs> Clarence said gray. What? oh what uh last episode of mash is a good guess but no live aid wow not bad rob i bet you that would be from around the world but certainly not in the u.s because you know there was a lot of people like man fuck them kids so memester said mash um that's a good guess but nope it is the moon landing uh question from steven weather guy how do all these boom know about Taylor Swift? I thought they stopped watching with Kaepernick. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Um, Billy Washington posted that on his Facebook as well. And I think you're misinterpreting it. There's no doubt that some folks that said they weren't going to watch after Kaepernick have come back to the sport. There's no doubt about it. They're just a little more silent about it or they're still bitching, but they're watching, right? Make no mistake about it, though. Um, the vast majority of of new fans, just based on these numbers, is either young people, um, Swifties, females, international, based off of streaming. So, I mean, there's all kinds of ways to get new eyes on the product. It's not just the handful of people that were offended by Kaepernick. It's, it's way more than that. I mean, I would venture to say that, I mean, what do you, what do you maybe figure a million, million and a half, maybe 2 million people. Yeah. Moon landing was on all three channels, literally nothing else to watch. My parents still know what, where they were when the moon landing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, Jared said, Total Dallas already has his application ready to be the Cowboys cheerleader. Yeah, he's the same dude at Total Dallas that was the first male to apply at Hooters and then sued him when he didn't get hired. Fun fact, you guys didn't know that? That's Total Dallas. Len says, Stoney, I can imagine it was a hell of a night. I bet everyone was partying. Huge accomplishment. True. True that. True that. All right. Last thing on the list of sports headlines. Oh, 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 wait. Here, uh, about those ratings. Sorry. Had something for you. So here are some ratings and details. Super Bowl 58 averaged 123.4 million viewers across television and streaming platforms. Super Bowl 57 averaged 115 million viewers. So, remember, viewers, the most viewed program doesn't necessarily mean it all came from TV now. They count streaming. It's kind of like, you know, being a platinum artist nowadays. Back in the day, you had to ship platinum or you had to have platinum sales. But now it's based off of streaming numbers and, you know, albums sold or and of course that doesn't mean CDs and tapes. It means digital, but um Ian <laughs> Rob. So brave, Toto Dallas. You're so brave. Um yeah. So that's that there's more platform to watch the game too, which would also mean why the numbers are up. So it says the game was televised by CBS, Nickelodeon, and Univision, streamed on Paramount Plus, as well as the NFL's digital platforms. A lot more ways to watch it. So if you're, you know, Bobby hates sports, they're out of the Dakotas to hate sports. Yeah, they're out of the Dakotas. Don't worry about it. You've never never heard of them, but there's there's Bobby and there's... um, uh 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 Jermaine and uh Tito. And their last name is Hate Sports. It's a weird thing. Anyways, if you're one of the hate sports or whatever, you're you're perusing Paramount Plus you might be like, Oh, oh, I can watch the Super Bowl here? Yeah, let's check it out for a little bit. And you're watching, 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 and then Usher comes out and you're like, Who in the hell? Nope and then you bail right so and the Nickelodeon thing brought in a whole new set of viewers with the kids so trust me um those numbers are not traditional tv viewers so there's that um one other thing i was going to say i don't remember now Yeah, I don't remember now. All right, Uh, last headline. Remember, we talked last week about somebody cutting down the Jackie Robinson statue in Wichita. Setting it ablaze, trying to melt it down because it was made out of uh, copper. No, brass. I don't know what it's made out of. They tried to melt it down, smelt it. Well, they caught the guy. They have arrested him, and I hope they beat the shit out of him. With the with the melted statue. I just what an asshole. Uh, there's a company man. There are a company man in Wyoming oilfield. <laughs> uh, he's their Texas cousin from the hate stuff side. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Sean. <laughs> Sean's cousin. That's outstanding. All right. Uh your so Sports headlines for the day got that out of the way and uh the opposite of what happened to Steve Wilkes the Kansas City Chiefs have extended Steve Spagnola um Chiefs made it known and look we've talked about on this show before how some guys are just made to be a coordinator Some guys are just built to be a coordinator, and maybe that's what Spags is. Uh, Chiefs defense this year was their cornerstone, their bread and butter. I mean, they gave up 17 a game. And one of the best defenses in the regular season, shut down everybody they played in the postseason, gave up, you know, 19 in regulation to one of the best offenses in football, held the the, uh, Ravens in check, And that was the opposite of the Niners, though. And maybe that's part of what played into Steve Wilkes getting let go. But the Niners were a really good regular season defense. They only gave up 17 a game. Run game, interior rush defense left a little to be desired. But overall, you know, it was what you might call a bend but don't break type of defense. And then they get to the playoffs and back-to-back games. They give up 21 and 31, and then they only give up 19 to the Chiefs, but can't check Patrick Mahomes when it counted, and the rest is history. So maybe that's a reason that we saw Steve Wilkes get let go, but for all the opposite reasons, um, Spags has been extended in Kansas City. So if you're a Chiefs fan, You got to be thrilled. You got a couple of hella good lockdown corners. I still think they're going to re-sign Chris Jones to a long-term deal and give him the money that he deserves. Um, this This is a damn good defense. It's a damn good defense. It says the Chiefs were even better defensively in the postseason, holding four of the six highest scoring teams in the league during the regular season to an average of less than 16 points. There you go. She's had an average uh, had on average the youngest defensive team in the NFL at twenty five point four years old. Wow. Um, Spagnola's sixty four was an assistant for Reed uh, for eight seasons with Philly, for um, heading out on his own coaching journey that included three years as the head coach of the Rams. Yeah, so that's one of those things, man. Maybe Spags is just a damn good. Coordinator, oh, that's a good question. Landon's was he the bounty gate guy? I don't know. Let's look it up. I know. uh, Let's see. Spade of bounty gate. Mm. Hmm, let's see. This is from AL.com, which I think is Alabama. Alabama Alabama.com. This is from years ago. This is from 2013. Oh, yeah. It looks looks to be the case. Two days after New Orleans head coach Sean Payton was reinstated for his year-long bounty gate suspension, Saints announced Thursday the defensive coordinator, Steve Spegnola, and secondary coach, Ken Flajoli, Flajoli, Ken Flajoli, yeah i don't know uh have been dismissed i personally want to thank steve and ken for their contributions during what was an unprecedented 2012 season uh yeah that's weird uh greg williams that's that's what i thought too So it doesn't say, uh, yeah, it doesn't say that they were the reason for Bounty Gate. Just that they were there while he was suspended. Frijoles. Mm. Mm. Ken Frijoles. Uh, Yeah, so I think you're right. I think actually, Alex, now that you say that, Greg Williams does sound like the right name. It's that Spags got him through that. While With all the suspensions there. And what what does he get? How does he get thanked for that? Fired. Let go. Thank you for doing a great job. Get up! Get to stamp it! That sucks. So Spags was like, suck a butt. I'm going. Uh, let's see. Yep. Greg Williams, defensive coordinator. Greg was suspended indefinitely, though. This would be overturned to the following year. Sean Payne was suspended for 2012. Okay. General manager, Mickey Loomis, was suspended for eight games. So there you go. Okay. Way to derail the show, Landon, with your offbeat. Non-trivia, no one asks. Uh, you got moon landing, but uh, solid perm on that Greg Williams. <laughs> oh, Rob, that's outstanding, sir. Solid perm. All right, um, I got that one done. I got that one done. I got a few other things. I'm not gonna do the political one. we have already got political with the gun talk. Uh Lana's like, okay, thanks, man. That's been 12 years already. Oh, uh, bitch, the moon landing was how old? You still knew that one. Lana's like, why did I even come back? Uh let me tell you a little story about comedy. Shall I share with you my experiences in East Texas? <laughs> CC said, "Oh man, I missed the political talk. It was really uh it wasn't like a political debate. Was CC. It was just it was really more um a rational think tank regarding guns. That's all. Just a rational think tank regarding guns. Uh So, yeah, I've got other stuff that we can get to, right? We can get to, um, I got the free agent tracker team needs for Houston, Dallas, New Orleans, and we can look at top free agents for that, and we will. Um, Yeah, it's, you can do that. I've got some NBA talk, all-star games coming up this weekend, and we've got other news out of the NBA, got some baseball news for you. And we'll get to that. We will get to that. I've also got some non-sports news for you. Um, I've got some politically charged sports talk. Um, There's just no other way to say it, but a uh, trans woman broke a couple of track records, and people were pissed. So, Rob, I want to punch you so smoking batter i want to punch you in the face right now as i sit here sad why rob next person next person that comes in the chat and tells me that there's been a shooting at the KC parade i lose my shit Steven said, Barry's going to punch you right in the brisket. Bro, you know what this reminds me of, uh, Jared Taylor? Jared said, wait, did Barry ruin the moon landing show? This reminds me of Dumb and Dumber in the bar scene when he's there with the cowboy hat. I got to watch that show again. So good. Such a great movie. Right up there with Tommy Boy for me is one of the greatest, most hilarious movies of all time. But when he's in the bar and he's got his yellow... Gloves on, and he's like, Well, all right. And he gets ready to leave. And this is Jim Carrey, of course. And he goes to walk out, and there's a poster. A, a um an ode to the moon landing, right? And it's got the headline clipped out, and it says, Uh, we land on the moon, or something like that. And Jim Carrey's character goes walking out of the bar and he stops and he goes, and he looks back at the poster, he goes, no way! Guys, we landed on the moon! And walks out. Oh So funny. Still use it. Still use it. So funny. Anytime somebody says something like bl- blatantly obvious, I'll be like, <gasps> Did you know also we landed on the moon? It's such a good reference. Such a good reference. I wish I could find it and play it. I don't care about these copyright strikes no more. What are you going to do? Make me quit? <laughs> Joke's on you. I've already quit up here. Uh, man, I guess so much CJ Stroud stuff in my YouTube feed. Let's see. Dumb and dumb. How many of you? Super easy to answer. If you put any other number, I'm timing you out. And I get unlimited time. Timeouts. Times outs. Time. <sighs> I can time out everybody. So, I'm going to ask you for a number to answer a question. If you put any other number other than the number that I ask you for, I will time you out. I am not playing with you. And look, I think we all know the consequences of being timed out. I think we all know how much it stings. How how it leaves you in peril. You know, you've got the you've got the stigma of being a timed outer. All that. You don't want that. So just answer the question, follow the instructions, or pay the consequences, or the piper. Or pay the piper's consequence, pay the... All right. Put a Y in the chat if you've seen Dumb and Dumber, start to finish. Put a Y in the chat, the letter Y. Put the letter Y in the chat if you have watched the movie Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, gotcha, got CC. I was ready for people to start firing off ones. I was about to time everybody's ass out. Fucking Wallace. I, you know what, Wallace? You and Rob, I, I had to specify afterwards that it was the letter Y. What's up, Sandoval? I had to specify, so I can't be mad at that. Uh, What's up, Dre? (laughs) I'm still shook from six months ago. (laughs) Yeah, I like how Alex... I timed Alex out the other day. And then uh, I think everybody on ESPN was like, he got you too, Alex. Oh, shut up. Alex knows it was a joke. Okay. So I'm to assume the rest of you have not. interesting that's not that many i would have thought out of 34 people watching more of you would have seen dumb and dumber uh, excuse me <laughs> joe pro said look what timeouts have done to total dallas life ruined exactly He's never coming back from that <sighs> it's hot in here between the fireball and the nerds it, i am sweating my fat ass off Oh I would do a watch party for Dumb and Dumber Um, But it would have to be on Amazon Prime Do they have it on Amazon Prime Let's go see Amazon Amazon Prime movies Dumb and Dumber You can rent it No I don't want to rent it Yup Oh it's 99 cents it's 99 cents to rent it or you can buy it for $1.99 you guy hate you so much um yep hate you so much oh it's on prime but with ads more purchase options rent so it's the same price in HD or SD also okay well, maybe we would do a, a dumb and dumber watch party. Be down for that. I'd be totally down for that. Mimi's seen it good. Uh that's not nice. So here is, let's see. Wow. The most searched dumb and dumber on YouTube is dumb and dumber poop scene. That's not why? why would you do that why would you search the poop scene it's not even the best scene from the movie i mean not that the moon landing is the best scene but i'm just saying there's better scenes to search for than than the than the poop scene i know it wasn't donna she hates that stuff all right um okay i got it i'm going to uh share with you guys the scene i spoke of because that's i'm a man of the people it's what i do i just i came here to do two things kick ass and get copyright strikes and i'm all out of ass Prime with ads is horseshit. Oh, Joe Pro, you and me both. I get so mad about that. Makes me so angry. I want to cancel my Prime, but I, my wife buys too much shit. Barry won enough in the Super Bowl to rent it for two hundred fifty people. Wow, Jared, you. First of all, uh, that's not correct, sir. That's not correct at all. Uh, Hold on. I wanted to say I got to double check. Yeah, 252 people. Dumbass. For every 100 people, if it's 99 cents, I could add another one. Stupid ass. Ugh, look at me. I'm, I'm Jared Table. I'm stable. Jared Table, Jared Taylor, I'm stable. I have a good job and a solid life, but <sighs> suck at math. Uh, Turnip who said, You owe me double road end today for my birthday. Oh, yeah. That's, and he said, warm up that jaw and booty. Okay. Well, probably should have stopped at jaw if you were trying, you know, if you had a point to prove. Um, But okay, okay. Um, just watch Dre. Yeah, 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 You guys fight it out. Um, all right, here it is. Here it is, folks. I have, I have a Jared. Thank you for the one thousand bits, Jared. How many movies could I rent for that, huh? How many people could we invite to the watch party, Jared Taylor? Do you even know? Have you learned your lesson, sir? Have you? Booty is a freebie. That's weird. Are we talking about the jawbone? What is going on? You guys are weird as You guys are weird AF, as the kids would say. Here, all right, here's the movie trailer. Uh I'm sorry, the movie for uh the scene from Dumb and Dumber where Jim Carrey's character Finds out that, well, you'll see. Just watch it. No way! Oh, that's great! We landed on the moon! It's just so great, man. That is. Uh, wow. He goes. No way. Cici. <laughs> Cici, thank you for the 8 bits. She said this is my entry fee to the party, VIP even. Ooh, now there's a good idea. Watch party for channel VIP members only. Ah, now that's something we could make happen. But somebody write that down. I'll forget it. <clears throat> um, alright so that was, that was a, a hilarious scene from Dumb and Dumber we'll have to watch it uh, together it'll be a good time good time had by all. all right here's the story little comedy road story for you so for those of you that don't know uh, yeah Landon thank you for the 100 bits my friend appreciate you sir Speaking of film sessions, Twitter DMed uh, you a good one. Got it. So I had a gig in East Texas on Saturday. Okay. Um, this was at a place called W.O.'s Friendly Tavern. Now this is in a, part of east texas where if you stop and if you well okay you know you go to the ocean you go to the beach and you pick up a shell you pick up a seashell you listen into the seashell and you hear the ocean right you take that seashell home you listen into the seashell you can still hear the ocean. This this part of East Texas, if you pick up an armadillo shell, you put it to your ear, you can hear banjos playing. What? You take it home. Put it on a shelf. Company comes over. No, oh, tell them. Put it up to your ear. What? What do you hear? What? What? I hear banjos. <clears throat> uh is that country? It is country AF as the kids would say. In fact, I referenced it as the golden triangle to which I was su- uh, summarily shamed in my reference because uh apparently it is not the golden triangle and it's it it's not but like that it's the closest to the to the fans I have in the Golden Triangle that I'll ever get, probably. So it was worth saying, hey, if you're in the Golden... It'd be like saying if I'm in the Woodlands, I'd be like, Conroe, folks, Huntsville, come out. It's the same thing, right? If I'm performing in Conroe and I say Huntsville, we know why. So shut it! And I asked where it was called like, I don't know, friendly village or some shit. It it was, I don't know. All I know is this, you know, it's country AF if when they send you directions, which by the way, is weird that you would send me directions to the gig. I have a phone. Why would you send me directions? I have a phone. The, which I can find it. I Google Maps. And then you get out there and realize, oh, shit, there's no signal. That's why they sent me paper copies of MapQuest. Remember that back in the day? You drive around. I still remember key maps. I'm that old. So, yeah, uh the booker goes, all right, when you get in the area, you're going up 69. And I was like, I like... Um, she said when you get in the area, you're going to go about a quarter mile past the Dollar General. If that ain't the most countryest fucking way to give directions I've ever heard in my whole dumb life, I don't know what is. If that's the point that you use to reference when, so- all right, now what you're going to do is you're going to go down to the Dollar General. And you're going to go about, about a, oh, I don't know, about a quarter mile past that Dollar General. Now, there's going to be a Dairy Queen on the left. Okay, now, you're not going to want it to go into the Dairy Queen. It's going to be crowded. a Saturday night at 9 o'clock. There's going to be a lot of folk getting supper. What you're going to do is you're going to pass that Dairy Queen. You're going you're gonna to turn right, and then it's right there on, on your left. I mean, that was literally what they told me. Go a quarter mile past the Dollar General. I was like, what in the country fuck is this? What on earth is this? (laughs) Sure shit. Go driving in there. There was a Dollar General. So it's actually, let's see. It's not Lumberton. Oh, Jasper, it's up 69. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's up your 69. It's uh, Village Mills. That's what it's called. Village Mills. And it's got three streets in Village Mills. Okay. Uh, now, this is all building to something. So hang with me here. All right. Hang with me here. We're building to something here. And I think you'll like where this heads, but I've got to I've got to paint the picture and set the scene here. So this <clears throat> this is v- Village Mills, all right. Now there is the Dollar General, which hey, four and a half stars is a pretty good rating for a Dollar General. I bet I guarantee you there's at least one one star rating where it's like ain't nothing in there, goddamn dollar. They need to call that a $2.50 general bunch of bullshit. At least I go to five below. I know what to expect. Uh, what's up? Be so, so it's, it was called village mills. And when you, when you go through village mills, yeah. Shocker. There's oil field loop road and it's like, Oh shit. That's that can't be good. Uh there's the Dollar General. And then you're on Gore Store Road, which I can only surmise. Look how far it goes back. You ever just pull up the satellite view and just start looking? I do this shit all the time. At night, I'll just I'll just go pick up random spots and then I'll just be like, oh, what's going on there? Let's uh let's just go. Let's just go take a peek somewhere out in the, oh, look, Turkey Creek trail. What is that? Let's go, uh, let's go check out the trailhead for Turkey Creek trail. Where does that go? New beginnings. Okay. I'll do that. I'll just go look around in the, in the country. Right. But sure as shit, there's WO's friendly tavern. Now I could only surmise that back in the day. It's the only place to shop in village mills. Wow. (laughs) Joe Pro. that keep scrolling East and I'll wave at you. Are you that far North Joe pro Joe pro? Where are you at? Are you in Fred? Are you inside of Fred? News flash. Oh, the country corner Fred store. Wow. Fucking wow. They look surprise, surprise. They got a dollar. Oh, it's fancier. Holy shit! It's got a four point six. That's a highfalutin dollar general. Uh oh, that looks, Fred. <laughs> Population seventeen. Uh man, look at all those. Look at all those swirl marks. That is definitely. That is definitely aliens landing there. Uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like Joe Pro's somewhere in Fred. Somewhere inside of Fred. I'm 74 miles east of there. East, uh, uh, but I built both those Dollar Generals. <laughs> You're 75 miles east of W.O.'s? Okay. Well, nonetheless, um, I digress as the kids say, but I can only assume that W.O.s was once the gore store and that's hence why they called it gore store road or this is where the gore store was uh on gore store road now this is where i went wo's friendly tavern you can you can take a peek inside uh this lovely establishment there is a a sign that is very prominent and it says Let's see. It, it yeah, they don't got it now. All right, didn't need to see that. That was just redneck porn, is all that was. Yep, don't see it now. There was a sign though when you walk into the establishment that says absolutely zero tolerance for fighting. That's how you know you're in a good spot. That's how you know, you know, not, it's none of this, no shoes, no shirt, no service, be pamby bullshit. No. No pets allowed? What? Bring your horse in. We don't care. Or your wife. Same thing. Uh... That's the sign, and and I got to be 100% above board here, folks. And again, I'm building to something I think you're going to like it. But I'm driving out to East Texas, just north of Jasper. And I think we all know the reputation of Jasper. Uh, East Texas has long been considered, uh, and whether it's earned this designation or not clan country there's apparently a, or or the rumor is or the 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 urban legend is that there's a lot of clan in east texas they might be hidden they might be you know outwardly i will say this i've driven to Beaumont several times for um I've driven, uh, oh, Buna smells worse than Stinkadina. Yeah. So I've driven to Beaumont on several occasions. And I always made the same joke when I would get there, because I would go there for a radio for ESPN. And I always made the same joke when I would get there. Boy. Lot of rebel flags. Lot of, lot of rebel flags. On the way to Beaumont. The Mont. Money Mont. And again, uh, I shit, probably half of our deckheads live in Beaumont or the Golden Triangle. So I am by no means disparaging the good name of Beaumont or East Texas in general. I'm simply telling you what the impressions are um, and what what the belief is. And so I'm driving to WO's Friendly Tavern, and it dawns on me that I don't know what... I don't know what W.O. stands for. But I have a hunch. And I was like, I swear to God, if this stands for whites only, I'm not doing this goddamn show. I am not doing this show if that's i I will walk out I will walk out so I've been to w o s once before and I performed, and there's no problem, but I just didn't you know, but I was like, well, it says they're friendly. To who, (laughs) W-O-S? Like, I don't know. A lot of this is in jest, obviously. But there's like 10% truth to this, right? I was like, oh, okay. But I know the chick that books it. She's a fantastic lady. And I also know that on the flyer for the show, uh, my feature act in fact, let me see here, uh, profile, let's see, go to my profile, yeah, here's the, here's the, 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 the the poster, let me see if I can get this to pop up in a different way here, let's see, yeah, so here's the poster for the show, right, Valentine's Day uh, at W.O.'s Friendly Tavern. The feature act is Miguel Carter. <laughs> and so that whole question of what does WO's actually stand for? I was like, "Ah. They wouldn't book Miguel Carter if that's really what it meant. They're not bringing in a Hispanic comedian, a Mexican comedian. They're not doing that." So I was like, Easy. This is gonna be fine. So I get there, and I walk in, and uh, it had rained, so of course the parking lot was entirely mud. No problem. I get in, and it's a smoking facility because why not? It's still nineteen eighty somewhere, and it's apparently there. Um. <laughs> this is so. I go in. And uh, everybody was so nice. I mean, the the the, the bartender was a sweetheart. Um, the <laughs> Sean said they didn't use a picture. Uh, yeah, uh, Miguel Carbajal changed his name on the flyer. Yeah, he probably was like they were like, "Hey, what's your name?" He's like, "My name is Miguel uh, Carvajal. and they were like, "No, nah, it's Miguel Carter." All right, as in Carter's country, as in shooting range as in watch yourself (laughs) they've got such a bad rap let me finish the story all right i promise you the payoff is worth it so uh so i go in bartender's super sweet right bartender's really nice and i and and i'm supposed to ask for um the owner fred and so uh or frank i'm sorry frank So I go in and I had met Frank before, but I forgot. It had been since 2019, the last time I was there. Okay. So I go to Frank and I'm like, hey, Frank, what's up, man? He's like, hey, Barry, I was like, nice to meet you. He goes, oh, I met you back in 2019. I was like, my bad, bro. I I mean, not to sound arrogant or conceited, but uh, I meet a lot of people. That was a long time ago and I'm dumb. And forgetful. So I, I certainly do apologize. I said, I remember the place though, and they had built. So at, when I performed there last time in 2019, I did so out on a deck, just outside, and it was in the cold. And I remember that they just had heaters, but none of them were pointing at people, they were all pointing outward. And I was, I remember saying on stage, what are we heating the, the possums? Why are all the heaters on this deck pointing out to the woods, out to the, why, what are we warming up here? I told him that and he was like, oh yeah, that was funny. he goes, "Uh, but now they've built like a venue. Like it's got walls and shit. I was like, okay, this is nice. Jumpers. They just keep adding portable buildings to the end. Yeah. It's like the driver's ed buildings at your local high school, right? Or special ed. Sometimes it was both. Everybody should learn how to drive. Anyways, digress. Um, So I meet Frank, and he's like, you like it? I was like, yeah, and it was dope because it was covered. It was nice, really nice. And um, he's like, all right, we're going to get started here in just a second. And I was like, all right, I don't know if I'm going to sell merch or not. I probably will. I'm going to go grab my merch from the from the car, and we'll get rolling. He goes, okay. He goes, I'm going to go ahead and start the show. Miguel is going to go first, and then Miguel is going to bring you up. And I was like, cool. And I went out to my car, and I got my shirts. Now, I sell two kinds of shirts. I have two shirts that I sell at shows right now. And one of them says my pronouns are y'all and fam. And the other one says love each other. And the y'all and fam thing came from a sports riot show. Apparently, we were talking about pronouns, and I said it. I was like, my pronouns are y'all and fam. And John Wesling was like, bro, you got to make that into some merch for your comedy shows. That shit will sell like hotcakes. And he was dead ass right, as usual. John Wesling's right about everything. And those sell really well, especially in the South. Um, But I also have to like, the only reason I don't like selling them is because I have to like, no, look, I'm not. Opposed to using it. And if you have pronouns, I respect that. I just, I'm too old to give a fuck about mine. It's a whole thing, but people love it. And then the other shirt says, love each other. And I'm not gonna lie. For a half a second, I popped that trunk and I pulled out that tub of shirts and I went, I've only got like six pronoun shirts left. I should just take those in and just fucking leave the love each other shirts like nah don't be a pussy laminate spread the spread the word man spread the word so I took the whole thing in here we go and I go in and um I go in and um I get my stuff ready, I sit and and I'm I'm sitting on the side and the show's about to start, and there's there's a Hispanic dude uh, kind of a across from me, and I was like, ah. Oh. And he's standing up, and he's smoking a cigarette, and he's kind of you know, walking around. I was like, ah, oh, that's Miguel. Duh. Got a little pre show jitters. No worries. So I very confidently, very confidently, in hindsight, too confidently, walk over to this random Hispanic man in the WO's friendly tavern in deep, deep East Texas and go, Hey, what's up, Miguel? I'm Barry, man. It's good to work with you. And he goes, what? I was like, hey, what's up? You're, I'm Barry. I'm, I'm the headliner. Um, it's good to work with you, man. I'm you know, It's nice to meet you. And he goes, what? I was like, all right, you're Miguel? He goes, no, I'm Jimmy. I was like, oh, well definitely fitting in around here just racist as fuck just just out here assuming people with a good tan is named miguel just a awful awful assumption on my part so i was like oh that's my bad bro that's my bad he's like it's all good and he goes and sits down and i go hide in shame i actually i go get a i go to get a beer and i hear frank on the speaker because frank told me i'm gonna bring up miguel miguel's gonna bring you up all right cool so i go get a beer which is there's a door separating the outside barn where i'm performing and the the actual bar right so uh i'm inside and i hear frank he's like oh, ladies and gentlemen hey i you about being here at have got a great mountain show for you and uh, I hear, please help, welcome the stage, first meeting of the evening. Miguel Carter! Yeah! Now, what I was expecting was like, yeah, what the fuck? It didn't happen. I just heard them cheering, yay! And then Miguel started a set. But it's hard to hear. You know what I mean? It's just all muffled through the door. So I get my beer. <clears throat> And I head to the barn area outside and I open the door and I almost dropped my beer. Literally went, oh shit. On stage performing was Miguel Carter. The blackest man I've ever seen in my whole life. And I was like, what the fuck kind of weird time warp shit am I in right now? What is happening? I got up. There's a white dude named Jimmy that looks like a Miguel. There's a goddamn Miguel on stage that looks like a Jerome. (sighs) What the fuck, man? What has happened? I'm a racist for assuming all of this. And the whole drive in, I'm just consumed in my uh, equal rights, uh, super socially liberal mind that, hey, if first hit of racism, I am out of that motherfucker. I will not stand for it. I won't fucking stand for racism when I'm performing. Come to find out, I'm the only racist piece of shit in the whole fucking building. I just, uh, God, why? So Miguel performs for like 20 minutes. (laughs) Dico Suave, Miguel, Carter, (laughs) Bigsby. What? (laughs) There's blacks here. So Miguel does a great job. Um, He's, you know, at one point he was like, yeah, I got like white friends, man. I got white friends because I like boats. I was like, all right, that's kind of funny. And there's this one dude in the audience. He goes, woo, white guy, of course, actually look like the guy that sings rich men north of Richmond, swear to God, should have taken a picture of the crowd. Honest to God. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's rich men north of Richmond. He goes like, yeah, "Yeah, you got a boat, buddy," <laughs> and the guy goes, "Hell yeah, I got a boat." And then Miguel goes, "You got any black friends?" <laughs> I literally, someone literally went and got a record player and brought it in and hooked the shit up. Got the wires run out. Like went out and got a got an album. It was Charlie Pride, and they put it on the record player so that they could go. Skr! When he asked that question, you got any black friends? And Richmond, north of Richmond, goes, Hell yeah, I got a boat. You got any black friends? And he just fucking locked up. He just. <laughs> and he looks at his wife. He goes, Huh. <laughs> And she was like, well, let's see. Um, I'm like, are they are they doing fucking math right now? Let's see. <sighs> well, there's 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 Riley, but Riley's really, I think, I think he's mulatto. Um, and I'm like, what in the fuck is and Miguel's just like chilling, like not, and I was like, is this really fucking happening right now? This is outstanding. And they're literally debating. Well, now I think, I think. I think Tommy might be one eighth black, or is it Cherokee? I don't remember. You know what, man? I don't really know. I was like, oh my god. So, <sighs> so Miguel does his set. Great job. And they're like, all right, I'm coming to the stage, Mary Lavinia, yay! <laughs> and I. <laughs> That's well done Steven and I go up and I'm like wow this is something else and they're all just like what I was like well first of all let's give it up for Miguel and uh Let's give it up to all of you for keeping it together when he went on stage because I got to tell you, I almost dropped my beer, but this whole room full of locals really kept your shit together. When a black man named Miguel Carter walked on your stage, you guys didn't even flinch. Good for you guys. And now they're, they're laughing and Miguel's laughing. And uh, I was like, and hey, let's give it up for rich men north of Richmond. And they started laughing again. And I was like, buddy, I ain't never seen somebody do race math in their head like that. But that was fucking hilarious. You locked up when Miguel said, do you have any black friends? You, I mean, locked up. And then they start laughing again. Right. And then I kind of redid it all on stage, kind of like I did for y'all. And of course, everybody dug it. Right. So. So then I start in on my act. I'm like, all right, we got that out of the way. And everybody was smoking. And I was like, wait a minute. And Trey and I were just talking about this the other day where it was like, I've never actually smoked a cigar on stage. I've always wanted to do that. You know, like I watched Chappelle smoke cigarettes. I watched Ron White smoke cigars. And Trey was like, I'm actually going to file for like a, it's part of my act. So I get a, um, I get, I can do that because I guess there's a, a permit you can file for that says, well, it's in my act. It's kind of my persona to smoke on stage. So I was like, mm. so I didn't know. So I was like, well, are we all smoking out here? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're all smoking. There's people coughing. <laughs> and I'm not just talking. I mean, it's like that, like, thank God it's just COVID because that smoking cough was killing me, type shit. Right? They are just and I called it out of course. <sighs> exactly, Landon Ron White smoking cigars on stage and sipping whiskey is such a vibe. It's so dope. So So I was like, "Well, can I smoke a cigar on stage? I've never I've been doing this almost 11 years, never smoked a cigar. Would you guys mind?" They were all like, "Yeah, go ahead, buddy." Let's go on and do it. <clears throat> So I had brought my cigars in because I assumed I could, but I didn't want to take them on stage. So I had left them over where I was sitting. Well, there was this. Let's just say if I asked you to imagine what a man in deep, deep, deep East Texas might look and sound like. This was that man. Okay um goatee jorts fishing hat hook on the brim um camel cigarette in his mouth forget what he was drinking i think he was drinking a a, a coors light oh maybe it was a coors i don't know i mean he fit the he fit the part to a t right to a t and so i was like hey man would you do me a favor would you uh would you bring me my cigars, please? So I have this leather... This is my traveling cigar humidor, right? So uh, you can put the cigars in there, and there's here and whatever. And then it's got the little uh, cutter on it. And then you just need a torch, right? So uh, I was like, hey, man, would you mind... Um, grabbing my cigars and bringing them to me and he goes yeah i'm on my buddy i don't know what he said and he and he <laughs> he grabbed my case i was like not that man that's my dildo and he goes oh god damn and he threw it down i was like man pick it up he was, i was like it's not a dildo bro i'm just joking you just threw my leather there's a human there yeah, i did not know man he got an name and he Picked it up, and as he starts walking toward me, I was like, Did you just almost put that in your mouth? He goes, Oh man, you ain't gonna fuck you, man. I was like, I swear to God, y'all. When I said dildos, he tried to put it in his mouth. (laughs) So he hands me the cigar case, and I was like, Hey man, you be you, okay? Just you you have a lot of pride. And everybody else is in on it. They start laughing, and he looks at me, he goes, Fuck you. And he gave me the pinky, and I go, bro, what Dre? I swear to God, is coming. And I go, bro, what? what is that? He goes, you ain't need money nothing to get the whole damn mill, man. I'm gonna give you that hammer, that mill, right now. I'm gonna be you, man. And I was like, oh. this. Can somebody please translate? I was like, fuck it. So I grabbed my phone, and I was like, uh, hey, Google, can you translate from English to Boomhauer? Say it again, dude. Say it again. And now the crowd is laughing. And I was like, did y'all see it? So then I start mimicking. I was like, "I'm, put it down, I'm it on my mouth, going in private. So I got them, right? So I'm doing, I do. So those are the first three things that I do right off the bat, right? Miguel, the black Mexican. Richmond, North of Richmond, locked up, and Gay Boomhauer, right off the rip. Like so. Then when you do that in a place like this, you got them. Problem is now they don't want to hear jokes. They just want you to fuck with them individually for the rest of the show. Because that is, and sometimes that's why a lot of times I don't do crowd work is because if I'm having a good time and the shit's popping off and it's really, really good, it can be hard to follow. And I don't mean that egotistically. I'm just saying, if you have really good crowd work, which I've learned that I'm really good at it, it can be hard for even your best jokes to hold up against that crowd work. And I shit you not, I have the set list from the show. I looked at it. I did 15 minutes of actual written material in a one hour set. So, so that tells you that for 45 minutes of an hour set, 45 minutes of an hour being on stage was just me picking on people, roasting people, talking shit. And um, it was one lady, uh, I kept calling her the mayor and she kept saying shit, and I was like, "Why are you yelling?" And I don't remember. So I, I just remember it, the craziest thing that happened. None of this is the craziest thing that happened so far. Uh, uh, none of this, even though it's all wild, right? So then I go, uh, I start talking. About, I was like, "Oh, um, these ladies are there," and I was like, "Are y'all all together?" and uh They're like, yeah, we, you know, this is Valentine's night. We're all out out and about doing whatever. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Did you guys all like, you know, get together and decide on this? I don't remember the exact conversation. I, I really don't. All I remember is one of the ladies goes, yes, we all planned it. We all got together. And Craig did our hair for us. And I look and it's so it's a it's a it's a an older woman and a man and his wife. And I had already picked on them because I was like, are you fucking both her and her mom? And uh-huh. OK, it was whatever. And then I picked on the lady for being the mayor. And there was a couple other ladies there. And and I was like, wait a minute. You, you said Craig, who's Craig? And about two or three people down from this lady is this dude. He goes, I'm Craig. I was like, Craig, you did their hair? He goes, Yep. I was like, Oh shit. And I looked back at the crowd and I was like, I owe everyone in here an apology. Y'all got a gay dude with you. Holy shit. Good for you, Craig. Now I'm thinking it's funny because Craig's not gay. He just does hair. You know what I mean? Like he might be a barber that does hair on the side or I don't know. But my assumption and thought wasn't that Craig is actually gay because he doesn't look. He doesn't, you know what I mean? He's not out there in a fucking scarf and a beret or none of that shit, right? He's just, he just looks like every other country dude in the barn. And I'm like, oh shit, y'all got a gay that is fantastic. I, I owe y'all an apology. <clears throat> that is, you guys are real progressive out here. Good for you. And Craig goes, yep. I'm sorry. And I shit you not, the entire side of the room goes, he really is gay. And I damn near fell out on stage. I almost passed the fuck out. I'm sure I turned red. But I was like, you're gay. He goes, yep. And I was like, oh, man. I'm, I know a guy over here who likes putting dildos in his mouth. Have you met him? And the fucking place Oh my God, it just fucking, and he's like, hey, buddy, fuck you. And I was like, Craig, you may not want him though. That's his dick size. Boom. Another big laugh. And I'm like, Craig, you're really gay, bro. He's like, yeah. I'm like, you're not even sassy gay. You're East Texas redneck gay. Big laughs. I'm like, fuck, Frank, man, good, or, uh, uh, Craig, good for you, bro. Good for you, man. I'm proud of you. And you know what? I'm proud of all of y'all because Craig's still here so it was a lot of fun right it was they were all into it craig was having he was hamming it up and it was outstanding right so then this guy stands up and there's they did this they went all out for this Valentine's show right and they they had food and drink and all this stuff and uh they've got these two jugs on a table in front of craig and all the women and the mayor and because it was kind of like, oh, just help yourself, you know. So this guy stands up. He goes over to the one of the jugs, and he pours a shot. And he brings it to me. He goes, here you go, buddy. I was like, no. Nah. No, nah, I'm good. He goes, you're not going to drink that? I was like, man, No. Nah. Where'd you get this? He's, and he points to one of the jugs. He goes, out of that jug right there. I was like, Did you make this in your bathtub? He goes, what do you mean? I was like, Is this hooch? I mean, I don't know, bro. You got to consider where we're at. Did you make this in your bathtub? Crowd's laughing. He's like, No, I didn't make that. I was like, Bro, I, I've never in my life have I done a shot and been like, Yeah, cheers. Um. Mm. Is that a pube in the fucking drink? I was like, I don't trust you. I think you made that in your bathtub. Or you maybe didn't, but you brought it and probably jizzed in it at the house. He's like, I didn't do that. I was like, I don't know. And then everybody's like, yo, that's Frank. And I was like, what's up, Frank? I don't know, man. I don't trust you, Frank. He was like, I didn't. It's good. And then he took the shot. I was like, well, yeah, it's your jizz, Frank. Of course you're gonna do the shot. And he goes and sits down, and some guy behind him stands up and goes, he's gay too. And I went, what the fuck? And he goes, how shit you not? They're like, he's with with Craig. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> two so frank stands up and goes no i'm not and now i don't know what the fuck is going on i have no idea who to believe in this moment because the whole barn is chanting he's gay he's gay and frank including craig the gay guy is like he's gay he's gay and frank's going no i'm not I was like, what in the fuck is happening right now? And so I was like, all right, everybody calm down, calm down, calm down. Everybody shut up. I was like, bro, Frank, I think they just all came out for you, man. I was like, I'd like to think they all came out for me, but I think they just all came out for you. (laughs) Frank was like, damn it. I was like. Are you are you gay, Frank? He goes, yes. <laughs> I was like, well, why in the fuck were you just saying you're not? He's like. And then his voice got sassy. He was like, because she was going to pick on me, and I wasn't ready for it. I was like, oh, oh, there's the real Frank now. Oh, my God, y'all. It was so funny. I was like, are you with Craig? And Craig was like, you bet you, buddy. I was like, oh, shit. Look at this. This is fucking awesome. And people are, <laughs> Jared, this is some daytime TV love shit. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. I'm crazy. I'm not making any of this up. I have all of this recorded. I can clearly back this up if anybody was like, that didn't happen. Bullshit. I have the whole hour recorded. I'm so mad I didn't video it, by the way. Oh, my God. I'm, this could have been a whole special. Barry live in East Texas. It could have just been amazing. Uh these people sound like my nephew's friends. He is gay and his friends are south Mississippi County. Yeah. So So now he just like it's just pandemonium. You know what I mean? I'm just fucking with everybody and everybody's fucking with me and it's just it's the best time, right? I'm I'm picking on everybody there um and and the hour literally flew by literally flew by so it's time to end the show <laughs> it's time to end the show and I'll uh, Joe Pro I swear I wish I would have taped it man I wish I would have taped it I would totally put this shit on Patreon for you guys so <laughs> so I'm like all right well <clears throat> oh Dima said why not let us Patreon because I make notes like on the audio stuff, it's a, it's a mess. It's kind of like my diary. So, um, but I, uh, I say, okay, I got to go just so you know, (laughs) Barry came home and said, am I the racist? (laughs) Right. Am I all the things I despise in this world? So, um, what what did I say? Oh, lesbian Craig is dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. He passed away like a year ago. Oh, I thought it was more than that. But yeah. Yeah, he, he did. He actually did. Um. So I'm like now to the merch pitch, right? I was like, well, we're going to see how this goes. So I said, look, um, you know, I say this most of the time now because it seems to be pretty effective and it's true. I just don't think a lot of people realize it until you hear a comedian say it. But I said, look, you know, I'm a stand-up comedian. I do this for a living. And uh, comedians are a lot like musicians in that, you know, we perform. um, And if you like a band or a, a musician that you've gone and seen somewhere... Um, a great way to show that is to buy their merch. You've probably gone and watched a band and when the show was over, you were like, well, I really like them. And you went and bought a tape or an album or a shirt or a sticker or something from them. Comedians are no different. We just get less pussy. But you can also show your love and appreciation if you enjoyed uh, a set from a comedian by buying our merch and i happened to bring some merch with me um now this first piece of merch that i have i didn't do the joke i don't really i was like but i was just in birmingham alabama uh and i took about a hundred of them with me and i have literally like five left and that was the god's honest truth i had like five left and so i was like um yeah, so, you know, and I held it up and I just said, the shirt just says my pronouns are y'all and fam. Place goes nuts. Yeah, I gotta give me one of them. Like, they were literally fighting to get in line to get the shirts. And I was like, well, not surprised. These these do well in the South. And I was like, mm, this next one's gonna be interesting, right? So I got the next shirt out and I was like, all right, here's the deal. This is... um.'" I almost didn't want to bring this shirt out. And that's on me. That's my bad for making assumptions. And I was I was real honest with him. I was like, you know, um, I just want to be real honest with you guys. I am so thoroughly impressed and blown away at how amazing you people are in this building tonight. You know, I think that Folks like you get a bad reputation. I think folks like you, there are stereotypes, just like there are stereotypes for everybody else. And I feel like that there's a lot of stereotypes about the South, about the Deep South, about East Texas, and about areas like this. And I uh, am so happy to say that my experience here tonight has been anything but those stereotypes. You guys have been the most amazing, accepting, fantastic group of people. I mean, look around this room tonight. Look around. You've, You've got every walk of life in here. Just one of them, though. And the vast majority of you would live up to the stereotype. And yet here we are. You guys could not have been more proud that Craig was here and that he does hair and that he's gay. Everybody in this room was just cheering. I was like, it's amazing. Miguel was on stage. I was nervous that there was a Mexican performing tonight. And then when I saw him, I was double nervous because he was black. I thought, oh, shit you guys were amazing y'all loved miguel right And they were like yeah we love miguel and i was like yeah uh i'm the asshole and i'm the ignorant one they were like oh it's all right buddy i was like y'all have a a dick sucking boom hour that you accept hey he still got mad hey fuck you man i was like bro we still don't know what you're saying you could just stop talking Y'all got Richmond north of Richmond doing race math in the back. And I had some other people that I picked on. I was like, you got y'all, y'all all all came out of the closet for Frank. I was like, guys, this has been absolutely amazing. And um, I just want to tell you, man, I feel like I I, I really want to come back here tomorrow because I I have a, a picture in my mind on the way out here of what the people in this town in this area might look like might act like might be like and you guys have shattered that stereotype in that image completely and i want to thank you for humbling me because i think if i came back tomorrow during the daytime i think yeah i still might see a lot of ford f-150s driving around village mills with rebel flags on one side and rainbow flags on the other They fucking love that. They just got, they went crazy, right? I was like, yeah. And those, those people, you guys, I see you walking around the Dollar General in your red hat that says, make America great again. And on the back, it says, make America gay again. Fucking proud of you guys, man. They and I, y'all, I really did. When I was doing this, I was like, okay, maybe this is too far and i mean they were hooping and hollering yeah i swear to god if i had had make america gay again shirts i probably would have sold out they were fucking they were they were so far in on this it was crazy to me and i'm just like so look here's the deal and i always tell the story when i sell the shirt but i was like you know I, i spent seven years on the espn radio i got laid off during COVID. A lot of my fans and supporters were like, start your own show and we'll go watch it. And they did. And they came. And I was doing the show during COVID and a couple of episodes in, it was just crazy times in this in this nation. And so I just started in, I ended a show one day. I just said, hey, man, do me a favor. Do me three favors. Be safe, be kind, and love each other. And then I ended the show and I was like, that was that was probably 700, 725 shows ago, and I've said it every single show since then, and I think it's a, it's a really important thing. No matter what walk of life you come from, no matter what you believe, no matter where you fall in the political spectrum, no matter where you fall in life, we all could use a little more love. And, so, and then I held up my shirt, and I was like, so my, that's a shirt I have for you, which, you know, it says love each other. And I just, I get the privilege of traveling the country, and I get to take this shirt with me and try and spread this message. And man, you guys have really lived up to this tonight and I'm impressed and amazed and humbled and and, and thank you for being here. <clears throat> and uh, and then I always have another pitch where I was like, yeah, now, you know, I'd love for you guys to buy this shirt, but you can't be an asshole and buy this shirt. You can't be a bitch and have that. like you can't be like, I want to speak to the fucking manager and your shirt says love each other. You can't do that. I've made that mistake. I've had the shirt on acting like an asshole out in public. You just, you look like a weirdo. So if you're an asshole, don't buy the shirt. Um, and then I got done, man. And the, it was crazy, crazy. Merch table was popping. Everybody was like, you know, saying how much fun they had and, and how, uh how fun of a show it was and it was so fucking cool i sold out of the of the pronoun shirts like that i mean literally the first three people just bought them all up but y'all they bought so many love each other shirts craig for sure craig came up he's like do you have that in a medium large-ish i was like frank or i said craig don't get sassy bro you could what what size do you wear craig He's like, well, some shirts, I'm a medium, some I'm a large. I was like, well, just get the large and then tie it up in a knot. And I kind of did my shirt like that. I was like, just tie it up in a in a little knot. He goes, you're silly. And then Frank was there. And he goes, and he goes uh, to Frank Craig goes, do you want a shirt too? He goes, I don't want a shirt. I was like, are you still mad because they outed you, Frank? He's like, they didn't out me. Everybody knew. I was like. what do you and and craig goes what do you want a love me shirt or love each other shirt or not he goes no i want one of them fucking pronoun shirts i was like wait what craig it was so craig goes i'm with you on that by the way it's too confusing and i'm one of them i was like what are you talking about craig he goes they got so many goddamn rules around pronouns i'm like I don't get it. I just like men. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, come here, give me a goddamn hug, Craig. You were amazing, Frank. Come here. I'm sorry I didn't do your shot, but I'm not. I didn't want to taste you tonight. He's like, you're crazy. It was you guys. It was so fucking fun. It was one of the most fun nights of comedy I have ever done in 10 years. 10 going on 11. It'll be 11 in April of this year. I mean and there was literally one guy that at the end he came up and he goes, "Uh, you got any more than pronoun shirts?" I was like, "No, nah, man, I just have the love each other. You want one of those because I don't want that fucking shirt." He's like, "Yeah, fuck all that. That's a bunch of bullshit." I was like, "What's bullshit? Being cool?" He was like, oh, that love each other bullshit. I was like, okay, well, you ain't gotta buy the shirt. He was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Y'all making Craig out to be a fucking hero. And I was like, (laughs) I was so close to going, found him. I found him. I found him, y'all. This is who I thought I was coming to see. I I found him. I was like, well, hey, man, you know. You, you got to be you. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't want to sell you the shirt anyways, to be honest with you. Not at this point. Not not knowing that. He was like, well, then have a good night, buddy. I was like, well, you too. And that was literally the... <laughs> Poor Marine. Thank you for the 2,000 bits, <laughs> Jared Taylor was sitting up there on top, huh? Poor Marine was like, not on my watch, buddy. I don't think so. So it was sad. Thank you again, uh, Poor Marine. I appreciate it. So it sucked and it was sad that that was kind of one of my last interactions. But it didn't change anything about the night. It was, it was the, oh, and he was drunk as shit, Alex. He, he, He was really drunk um but it, it was one of the most fun um and eye-opening nights uh on stage i've ever had i mean you know because a lot of times look i mean comics and and performers were guilty of doing the show in our head before we get there you know what i mean like I can tell you right now, there's certain things that trigger, especially comedians. I don't know about musicians necessarily, but I know as a comic, there are certain things that will trigger um, trigger me to make me like, oh, this is going to be a terrible show. Oh, I don't want to do this show. You know what I mean? Like when you find out, well, it's, um, it's in deep backwoods, East Texas, and it's free. It's like, oh, this is going to be fucking awful. You know what I mean? Like I was expecting people to be like coming up afterwards. You didn't even say get her done one time. God damn it. I want my money back. It was free. Well, still. Like what? That's what that's what I expected. Um, when people say to a comic like, oh, hey, there's a bachelorette party. Oh, fuck. Can I just go home? Can we just cancel the show? Bachelorette parties are one of the worst crowd members. They're just awful, awful, awful. They expect the entire 90 minute show to be about them and the bride. And it's like, no, birthday parties are next. Usually birthday parties are like, but you got to make it about us. And it's like, nah, don't. Um, so yeah, so there's certain things that, you know, tr- or it might be like, oh, it's an older crowd or it's, um, uh, yeah, it can, it can trigger you when you hear certain things. So I ain't gonna lie. I, I was very much like, oh, what am I getting myself into? And then I got there and I just told you how my night went and it was literally one of the funnest, um, uh, nights of comedy. Amazing. Amazing. So uh, yeah, that was my road story. It was wild, wild. <laughs> Poor Marine. I love this story. Dude, it's crazy. And, it, and it, you're right. John Dorier. It was an amazing experience, man. When you can have those things flipped on their head and just shatter all the preconceived notions and stereotypes of a people or an area or whatever. It's, it's phenomenal, dude. It really was. Poor Marine said such a great story. There's a lot of hardliners out there in the South. Most of them are the same who say banned kids are all gay. And they use the F word though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever find out what W.O.s stood for? No. And I almost made that joke. I literally almost was like, well, look, I almost didn't come because I wasn't sure if W.O.s stood for whites. only." I almost did it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm so glad. I don't know what. Angel was on my shoulder whispering into my subconscious, don't do that joke. Because honestly, that kind of joke probably, if I make that joke up front, we probably don't have the night we have. I mean, think about that. If I make that joke up front, then a lot of the looseness of, hey, let's everybody let our guard down and and just be cool and just be people and just be a group of human beings that came together to laugh at at each other's expense and no hurt feelings and none of that. I don't think that 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 happens that way. You know what I mean because when you do that you put people on edge or you have people go, "Oh well, what he don't even know." You know what I mean? Like that that's an assumption and a stereotype, which is why I thought it was so cool that I got to say what I said at the end about shattering those myths and stereotypes. And I really think they appreciated that too. You know what I mean? Now, look, I'm not saying that, you know, you're not, not going to drive through Village Mills and see a thousand different things that make you go, oh, that's sus. <clears throat> but I can just tell you that the experience that night in the bar, and even after, even after, at the table, at the merch table, the people coming up, This one guy just tipped me because he just had fun. He's like, I don't want no shirt, buddy, but here's $10. And I was like, bro, that's so kind of you, man. And he didn't look like he had $10. He put his little Cirrus in this pack and he walked on out. He just like, what? It was, it was unbelievably fun. Unbelievably fun. And yes, I saw somebody said, you look like it. I fucking murdered that place murdered that place. We had so much fun. I don't usually say that. I don't say I had a good set, but I fucking killed. It was so much fun. So, uh, Stephen, like I said, this story makes me happy as someone who wouldn't dare stop in deep East Texas. It's crazy. I mean, I probably still wouldn't, uh, you, you know, and it's only about 40 people. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more than that in East Texas, Steven. So I'm not really clear on. Uh, but it was dope. It was fantastic. Um, he was probably a millionaire. God, ain't that the truth, Alex? I learned that lesson selling cars. I remember uh, I used to sell new cars in a Mazda dealership in Conroe. And this old redneck boy comes up on the lot. Overalls, t-shirt overalls are dirty as shit and uh he you know he's walking around outside he's a mazda dealership and he looking in a 929 which was like a luxury car back then they're big nice nice cars He looking around and literally putting his fingers in his overall and looking at the sticker and i was like the new guy and everyone was like fuck that i'm not about to go and tote hillbilly jim around this lot as hot as it is for him to ask me do we got any pick up trucks and then say no thank you so i was like all right so I go out there and i was like how you doing sir he's like how you doing buddy i was like oh i'm good anything i can help you find today he goes whip Looking at the nine I was like, okay, what you what you looking for? I was like, you need it. He's like, nope, I already know. I done already drove one. He says, I already know I want it. I was like, okay, well, good luck getting credit. you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay. He goes, I want the I want that white one and I want that gray one. I was like, you you, you want both of them? He's like, You damn right I do. Okay, well, come on in. I'm thinking, fuck, this is going to get shot down in finance. Ain't no damn way. Ain't no damn way Tugboat is getting these fucking 929s. I walk in and sit him down at my desk. I was like, all right, well, um, fill out this credit app. And uh, he goes, nah, don't need to do that. And just pulled out a fucking stack of cash. Shit you not. That man had enough cash to buy two 929s cash on the spot. And I was like, excuse me. Everybody, y'all, everybody in the new car lot was like, You know how hard it is to sell 1929 I just wrap, just fuck two of them. I was like, Well, shit, come on, let's get you to finance, bubble. You want some coffee? I'm all like, yeah, well, Let's go, buddy. And I'm telling you, man, that was a good lesson in my life. I was young, I was maybe 23 years old at the time when that happened. I was like, Shit. I learned that in sales never prejudge Never prejudge Never judge a book by its cover never prejudge You never Know who's got what and I was like Shit that that's the day I learned that Lesson it's Still hard I mean you still do it but man I was like shit come on Tugboat And we did up what Little paperwork we needed to I took his happy Ass straight back to finance fucking told make Ready get them cars ready I was like how you gonna get the second one home he's like I'm gonna call my old lady She's going to have her sister bring her up here White one's hers I was like oh and the gray one He's like well that's mine I'm like well okay shit And that was it <clears throat> Alright Thank you guys for hanging out With me today Got a got a decent amount Of, of topics in We got some good sports in Sorry, that story was longer than it probably needed to be. That's my bad. I hope it was at least entertaining. I feel like it consumed a lot of the show. Um, Hope you enjoyed it. I mean, I'm sure a couple of folks left. That's all right. Um, But hey, hope you had a good time. Sorry again about the technical problems that I had yesterday, not doing a show. Landon, it was good to see you, buddy. Krista uh, Spark, good to see you. House popped in for a second. Port Marie showed up. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, Joel, thank you, buddy. Thank you, John Dorier. Yo! Port Marie, my friend, thank you for the 3,000 bits, sir. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and I appreciate you. Ruin, thank you, man. Thank you so much. It's good to see you as well. Look at all the look at all the faces popping. Digo Suave, thanks, man. Uh, thank you to everybody that showed up. Thanks for coming out to the show uh, or, or joining the show, I should say. And uh, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. We got what's today? Wednesday, right? Yeah. So we got one show left tomorrow, and we'll uh, no call it a week. There we go. Um, that story was pretty good. <laughs> thank you truck driver pookie happy birthday to you buddy happy birthday to throb rob heartthrob rob philip bernard Uh, and happy birthday to house yesterday even though we missed it (laughs) steven the other guy said don't judge people by their usernames either poor marine is not poor i love you buddy poor marine i appreciate you man normally i would be like oh you got bits well let me whore myself out but you know what man Five o'clock on the dot. Wife is about to walk through that door. It's about to be Valentine's Day, baby. Yeah. About to go cook some meat. And I'm not talking about steak. Yes, I am. All right. Hey, man. Uh, y'all have a great Valentine's Day with your significant other. And if you're alone, be good to your hands. Okay. All right. Uh, see you tomorrow. Do me three favors be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other i'll see you tomorrow bye daddy's making a youtube video